before you leave any terrible tips. Shitties. Before you go on to Yelp and write a collection of angry quips. Before you laugh at a waiter that trips. Shitties. Before you stuff that napkin into your glass after wiping your lips. Remember the Shifties podcast is watching you. Remember that the Shifties podcast is tracking everything that you do. So you better behave yourselves. You better keep it in line. Or we'll tell horror stories about you till the end of time on Shifties. Welcome to Shifties, a podcast about restaurants and the ghosts who haunt them. That's right. It is, in fact, Halloween. If you, the true super fan, are listening to this on the day that it comes out, this is our Halloween episode coming out on Halloween. My name is Andrew Spooky McGhosts Davies. That's what I got. He's usually better than this. Yeah, I am. I don't know. I'm still spooked by this episode we just recorded, to be honest. I'm kind of rattled. I'm Wallace, Sin, or Saint, or Spoopy Claire Brannon. Spoopy Claire Brannon. And I'm uh, Joey the Ghost Whisperer. That wasn't really clever. It was just a ripoff of Sarah Jessica Parker's hit TV show Mm. from the early 2000s. (laughs) Is Sarah Jessica Parker in that? (laughs) Wow. Is that true? That that too. That's how she was famous. I thought she just she was famous from Sex and the City. She was. Oh yeah. I thought she was just famous because she had a long face, and that's like where the horse joke comes from. I was damn it. I was gonna say, wasn't she in the Horse Whisperer? But now I can't. Let's start this over. Welcome to Shifties, a podcast about restaurants and ghosts and shit. Uh, This is Halloween. My name is Andrew. This is Joey and Wallace. Wow. This week on Shifties, we are going to the Oxford Saloon, which is a haunted tavern, tavern bar, dive bar. Former brothel and bootlegging club. Former I think it keeps the title of saloon. Only because saloon. it had the swinging doors still. It had double swinging doors. It has swinging mm. doors and it has the original bar mm. from like 1910. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it used to be a brothel. It used to have illegal gambling uh, during Prohibition. They would smuggle alcohol in apparently during a shoot. You're about to hear all of this because we're going to interview Rebecca who's going to tell us all of these incredible ghost stories um, fantastical encounters with the fourth kind? Would that be the fourth kind? Close encounters with the third kind, fantastic encounters with the fourth kind. Who knows? I don't. I'm just making this up as I go. So, uh, then what happens? So, in preparation for this trip, I purchased an EMF scanner, which stands for Electromagnetic Frequency Scanner. You can point it at electronic objects and it will beep and light up and tell you the frequency being emitted from the device. But for avid ghost hunters such as ourselves, it serves as a ghost hunting device. It is a ghost detector. In fact, the third review down on Amazon.com said, I actually caught a ghost with this. This is amazing. And that was enough for me to click that buy now button. And nine dollars later, sweet two day shipping plus free shipping, plus a box written in all Chinese, plus a device that has screws in it that don't actually unscrew to anything, plus a weird battery attachment. Later, we had ourselves a ghost scanner. Yeah, Joey figured it out. Uh, and then uh, after that, um, what did we do? We went on an adventure to get this one. Yeah. So. Andrew and I, we went on a long antique mall dive. We went through antique stores looking for a genuine, real deal Ouija board. And we weren't going to settle on one that you could just go to Target and pick up. We wanted something with history, and we found a used one, which was big, crucial for the quest. Yes. We found a genuine yeah, used Ouija board with uh, candle wax, probably from a previous seance, on the outside of the box. And we brought that with us to try and commune with the ghosts, as you'll hear later. Yeah, after we interviewed the living people who worked there, we tried to interview uh, dead people who used to work there. And I don't, I don't want to get into it. Like, it's, it's a whole journey on itself. But we do. Spoiler alert. We do. Uh, ghosts are real. I would say that going into this, I wasn't entirely convinced, but I think we got some we got some actual answers, and now I 
don't actually know what to believe, if I'm being honest. On that note, uh... Happy Halloween! <laughs> yeah, eat candy! Keep listening to the episode! I'm sure this is gonna be the highlight, is me going on right now, because this is gonna be, you're gonna be like, wow, Halloween is so great, I'm eating candy, Andrew Davies is talking and going on and on. So, you can let me know when you're ready and I'll start going into everything. I mean, whenever you're ready, we're ready. Okay. So, this is a bar that was built in uh, 1890, but it was actually not a bar first. It was a mercantile. And it was turned into a saloon in 1910. So, between 1890 and 1910, there were... um, there was a lot of credit done on the mercantile, so they actually had to close. But in between that time, there was also um, going to be illegal gambling down here. So there always was. In 1910, they opened the main floor up as a gentleman's hall, and the bottom floor here was illegal gambling. Sweet. And it was not drinking, but it was illegal gambling. So, And then the top floor was going to be the brothel which actually ran until about 1950. Wow, wow. Yes. It was, it was, so Snohomish is a very small, a small town, and it was a lumber town. A lot of lumber people came in from the sloughs. So at the very end of the street where that hotel was, that was the lower class brothel. The higher you came up on the street was a, like the more prominent, the more higher class brothel. So we're in the nice brothel. You're, you were in probably one of the most expensive brothels in town. Is that so, where the hoe and Snohomish comes from? Uh, no. No. But that's funny. It's not that funny. <laughs> I like your jokes. <laughs> um, also, so it was, it was illegal to gambling down in this room on the in the basement. Yes. But was there illegal, was there alcohol during prohibition? Not on the main floor. Downstairs there was. Not on the main floor. So if you look over here, you will actually see our bar from down here that was built in 1910. Wow. And the the bar upstairs is the original from 1910. In the prohibition days, um, Henry, which people will talk about, Henry is actually the uh, police officer that was killed on the stairs. So, like, the third stair going down. He came downstairs to break up a fight, and he was stabbed. And he died on the bottom of the stairs. So, um, we have a lot of things that happen down here in the basement, in the cellar, I call it. So, a lot of people have the misconception that it's just Henry. Henry's doing all this stuff. Well, it's not just Henry. We actually have several different... Um, ghosts down here and um, Henry from my experiences have always been very nice they've been cordial he's never been inappropriate in any way when I first started working here I remember something would happen like maybe a guest would be really really mean and I would feel uh, someone grab me on my shoulder like a not a tug but like a pull on my shoulder like squeezing it and asking if I was okay basically so he's normally down here but we do have a couple other gentlemen that are down here I can't really say that they're gentlemen because one does pinch people's butts um and it's not Henry it's a man that uh it is a man um but he caught me off guard I've worked here five years I've had things happen, but I've never had someone actually grab me in a way that was really super inappropriate. And I was in the storage room, and I was bending down to grab something. And I felt something grab my butt, like literally grab it. It wasn't just a pinch. It was a full grab. And I looked around in the back of me to see if it was maybe something behind me, and I was leaning back to see if it was my shoe that maybe hit me before I actually processed it that it wasn't something that should have touched me and then I I turned around 
I started screaming at whatever it was. So I went to go do um, our inventory the next day and I said to my bar manager, I said, can you please do the inventory downstairs? He said, after what you said to me yesterday? Nope. And he's like, I'm just really scared of this stuff. I'm really sorry. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll just go down there. So I came down here. So um, over here, you could hear him like move stuff around and then you could just hear whistling like a whistling a song it wasn't even whistling like oh you're cute it was just whistling a song so whatever this one does it likes to harass me I finally turned on Enya music my Jackie Bonko music so it would stop and it did but you'll hear the pool because um, we have pool tables so the pool balls are, balls are out they'll mess around with the pool balls they'll make noise, a whistle. I've heard coughing without people being down here. I've heard sneezing without people being down here. And two of my bartenders on separate days have seen a man in a black trench coat standing between, he can manifest himself really well. And they have seen him in between the pool tables and they've come up and said, hey, you can't be here and he's just disappeared. I had a woman had something happen down here where she sat down at the bar and there was a man behind the bar who told her all about the Oxford, all about the ghost, all about the history. And when she realized, she went upstairs and she's like, hey, your bartender is so nice. And Brian said, I don't have a bartender down there. He went downstairs and he was like, there's no one down there. And she said, I just sat here and talked to somebody for like 15 minutes about all the Oxford and the ghosts. So a couple weeks later, there was a woman that was hanging out. It was, she was with the band. They were closing up and she said, I didn't know about the downstairs. And I said, sure. I said, go ahead and take a look so she goes down there and same thing she comes upstairs and it was like 1 30 in the morning and she said hey your bartender I think I scared him because I said hi and he started ducking and I said I'm pretty sure I don't have any bartenders down here and she said no 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 he was standing behind the bar and he just looked really surprised and he ducked and I said okay, well, maybe I have, and we have cameras. So I said, well, maybe we have uh, someone down here who's not supposed to be here. And so I looked at the cameras, and I saw her come downstairs, and I saw her stand right at that little rail right there in between the bathroom and the bar. And I see her say hello. And then she just kind of had a look on her face, and she just kind of went like, oh, okay. And she turned around, and she walked upstairs. Well, behind the bar, there was something that was like a shadow that was moving behind the bar. And when you see her say hello, it took off into the storage room. And so I told her, I said, no, I didn't have anybody down there. And so um, she got freaked out. I don't think she's been back <laughs> But also our it, rumor has it, I don't know for sure, but rumor has it that our storage area was a makeshift morgue at one time because it could be kept cool enough during the summertime. So can we, can we check can we Oh check yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is our storage room. You can tell it's kind of dark and dank. It's um, pretty dank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you look actually because we have a bunch of stuff with our storage covering the area. Um, I was where where you were standing. Um, is where my butt was pinched. Um, we've had people come in just recently to do a television show. And um, when they did the... Uh, they don't actually do like the whole video thing or anything like that. It's not like Ghost Adventures. It's American Supernatural Uncovered. But when they came in, it was flat down here. They couldn't get anything. And when she brought her information upstairs and they played back on the recorder, because that's all they really use, all you could hear was piano music playing down here. Oh. Yeah. It was really kind of crazy. It's really crazy. So I have a whole nother level to show you guys if you want to go upstairs. Let's, let's check it out. Yeah. Okay. How would we best talk to any of them if we wanted to? Well, you know, I think that 
the ones down here are a little bit more apprehensive. Um, the ladies upstairs love the boys. So awesome. you That's might get a little bit more <laughs> upstairs. Should I undo a button? <laughs> get a little bit more seductive. <laughs> okay, so this is our old brothel area. Our, um, this is the same area that it was back when it was an actual brothel. So, oh, someone's thing just went off. We made this into a um, cocktail lounge. So, it looks a little bit different, but this is where the brothel was. Um, like I said, these girls were high-end brothel girls. Um, we have doors that are conjoined. So they're the French doors that actually opened up. So the area that you're standing in now was the sitting area for the men. that they were in before they were going to be entertained. I don't know how to say that any nicer. So um, we had several things happen up here. So there are a few misconceptions of things that happened in the past that didn't actually happen. So I'm gonna clarify those things for right now. One, Kathleen did not die in the bathtub. She was the madam. But there was a girl that did die in the bathtub. So the girl that died in the bathtub was actually a younger girl and she committed suicide because she was being forced into prostitution. Um, there was another female that they found in the closet who they know as Amelia. And I'm pretty sure to this date that her name was not Amelia, but her name was Annalise. And Annalise was found in the, uh, or Amelia, whichever one you want to refer to her as. Um, they found her in the closet. So this is one of the rooms. So we have a couple of women up here and a, a little girl. So the little girl's name is Anna. Um, and then Madam Kathleen comes in and out. She's not here all the time. And then you have Amelia or Annalise, the one that was found in the closet, but she has actually crossed over since. Mm -hmm. And then you have um, a couple other girls that just kind of wander around. And then you have the two men. So the one male, his name is Toby. And then I don't know who the other one is, but they are very, Toby is very up here. He's like, who is this? Why are they here? What do they want? Why are they bothering us? Sort of thing. So the one that says, go away, leave us alone, that is Toby. All right. Where, where does Edward tell us to go away from? Is he, is he out and about? Like, is, that, is, that, is that a normally audible even, thing? I don't even know if he even comes in. I know that the two other men that are here pretty much protect up here. Or Toby, sorry. Yeah. Oh, Toby? Oh, he's normally in the prep room. Okay. Yeah. He's normally in the prep room or the office. He kind of lingers around up here. He likes to, uh, with new employees, if you're walking from the bathroom to the stairs, he likes to follow you and you can hear his heavy boots behind you. And we, I, it happened to me when I first started working here five years ago. I was walking from the bathroom to the staircase. I was wearing my Converse started walking down the stairs and I heard the door creeping creaking and I heard clunk 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 and I started running down the stairs and I could hear him following me on the stairs behind me and I turned around and I was like don't do it <laughs> you know and then after that it was like he didn't he didn't bother me so wow. yeah so yeah I guess we'll do the rest up here yeah. Where's where do, where do you think the best place for us to go? Where's what has the most connection? Probably here, in this here. Room? Yeah. 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 This room's awesome. Yeah. Probably yeah. This is probably the better part for everything. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thanks for all those incredible yeah. stories. Holy cow! This is. I didn't know there were so many different ghosts, different Personal. different yeah. personalities. So Joey, tell me, tell me your supernatural experience because I, I had a, I heard a lot of good stories, but I was not molested by any ghosts. Well, as we came out the stairway up here, I didn't get a lot of reads in the basement, but I did 
get a huge spike going up the stairs. I held it to, uh, I held it to the lights and stuff around it, and it didn't spike. Um, and then she tells us the story about what happened on the stairs. Hmm. And then as we were coming in here, there's little blips, um, just like literally me holding it in the palm of my hand, not getting near anything. There would just be little ticks. Mm-hmm. And then when I was standing still, it flashed. And then a few seconds later, I heard it. I felt the the edge of my jeans where my zipper is mm-hmm. just go hmm. like in a, in a kind of a rhythmic pattern. And uh, it didn't last forever. And it uh, it wasn't me because I was like very consciously paying attention to what that was and it wasn't just it wasn't just like a, an internal sensation it was like a little sound I could hear and feel hmm. um, so I feel like I might have gotten cuddled I did take my beanie off in the hopes of getting my hair played with yeah yeah I let uh, my hair down too <laughs> I just feel like you're prettier than me and they you know ladies as well as pretty too we have to talk to the board well, yeah we do honestly I mean, like, I mean is, we gotta break this thing out it's time to break this thing out so we have the real life article here babies a uh, Parker Brothers authentic Ouija board. <laughs> okay, I don't. I've never done one of these before. Have you guys done these before? Nope. Nope. Never. Definitely my first time. Wow, we're Ouija virgins. Uh, Ouijans. 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 Let's 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 uh, EMF detect this bait. This guy. Okay, so I'm getting nothing so far. Do the um, the planchette. The planchette. I recently the word for that. Nope. Still nothing. I mean, it's just because it has not, it, it hasn't been imbued yet. Once ah. we all touch it. Okay. So, how do you start a Ouija board? You just ask a question, right? Right. Do you just put it on the Ouija? Well, we Ouija? have to, we each put our hand, a hand on it, right? Okay. This, uh, this, this, uh, Ouija board comes pre, preloaded with some example questions on the back. So we're just going to start off with a couple of these. So first question Will my parents let me go to the concert? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. I think we have to put both of our hands on it. Do we? Yeah. Okay. I kind of want to close my eyes. Okay. Close your eyes. G. What was the question? Will my parents let Will us go to the concert? the concert? GS. As GS. Okay. Um, Good shit. I, you're, you're just pushing it now. Can we just, I was not pushing it. Can we it. try uh, talking to the goats that are in the room? Hmm. Okay, well, I mean, like... Okay, but here's the thing. The idea is they're supposed to talk to us. I really oh, want to ask this other question from the back of the Ouija box. So as long as we can ask that of whoever is in this room. All right, let's ask that question real quick. All right. Because it's uh, a great question. Dear... We have to put our hands up. Put your hand on it. We also have the, the, the planchette upside down. Ghost, I'm Do sorry. We? I'm sorry yeah. that they're not taking you seriously. No, we just spelled Ouija. No, it was this way before. We had it upside down. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That, that, that was the problem. The problem was also we had a bullshit question. The new question, and this is for, what was the madam's name? What was, like, the Catherine. top bitch? Catherine? <laughs> hey, don't... That, that is pretty disrespectful. Yeah. Extremely. That's what they call it. No, madam. No, they no, don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. I learned that from, uh, I learned that from, uh, what's his face, Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Okay. Um, will I ever be tall enough to slam dunk? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it went straight to no. (laughs) All right. I think Wallace was doing that a little bit. Let's get down to a true brass. We have a real opportunity to talk to, like, I'm very affirmative in the idea that there are ghosts here Hmm. right now in this room and downstairs where we just were. Okay. How many times do we get to talk to the other side? Okay. That's true. So how do you propose we go about that? <clears throat> Anybody who's here with us right now, I feel like I've encountered some of you. Uh, if anyone would like to hop on this thing, we would like to interview you uh, for our podcast, which is kind of like a radio show. So uh, join on in on this side if you'd like. Gentlemen, so if you're here, tell us what is your name? S. 
I honestly kind of feel like it wants to move, but like we're holding it down. Yeah. Barely touch it. T. E. Stephanie. Mm. Stella. Steph. S T E F. T. Dude, I'm not moving this at all. All right, man. Fair enough. Okay. No, that was the name. That was Steph T. Were you moving that? No. If anyone was moving, it was him. I was. I swear to God, I was not moving it at all. I like. I was not. All right. So hang on. If that was an answer, they said the name was Steph T, which is a name. Or it just moved through the T to goodbye. Or Steph to goodbye. Yeah. Or Steph T. All right. We can ask if Steph. With Steven. We can. Yeah. We can ask if if that's the name. Is. I don't want to ask yet. Honestly, I feel disrespectful. Let me ask you. Um, okay. If whoever was touching me earlier in this room would like to come and talk, I kind of want to get to know you a little bit. I enjoyed you. <laughs> I did. It's okay when he doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> no, it's... I don't know, man. It's intimate. I'm curious. So, my friend on my belt buckle earlier. Are you Stephanie or are you someone else? G. G. Mm hmm. You. Gut. <laughs> Guts. Or. That's just I think it, it just said go. Hmm. Well, G, and then it did this big U, T, S, which are all next to each other, and it kind of a curve, and then all the way to go, uh, to O, and then it stopped. Well, it's, it stayed on G for a second, and I yes. thought it was going to say guts, but it was just working its way across over to the O. To go. Where it stopped. Message received. Okay, man, what's our first real question? Oh, no, I'm going, man. Oh, no. It said goodbye, and it said... No, no it goodbye. spelled the name. Now now you're freaking me out. Okay, no, it spelled the name, and then we were like, hey, man, if you're the person from earlier, I would love to talk to you. And then it said go. Like, go, you know? Like, I interpret that go as, like, an affirmative. Mm. Although, now that you're pointing out that go could possibly mean get the fuck out. I asked if it was Stephanie or someone else. No, that was the answer. No, you said, like, are you Stephanie, are you the person I talked to before? Because I would love to hang out. I'm interpreting that as an affirmative go. Hmm. Is that an affirmative go? So here's go? the thing. The goodbye, that is when it's done. Goodbye right. means it's done, done talking. talking. Right. So it's, it could have been trying to say go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Let's see, right. if, let's, see if, let's see what else, if there's anything else we can get out of that. The yes or no's, it's hard to be like, is it, should we stay or should we, should we stay? And then, go, yeah, I don't know. Shut up. Okay. You're the oracle, Joey. Do you think, okay. Do you want us to go? Does everybody here want us to go right now? If so, we will leave. Should we leave? No. Okay, I promise, like, I, if there was a Bible in this room, I would put my hand on it and say that I am not moving this thing. Okay, so we don't have to leave. Okay. I think that was a go-ahead, but we do have a limited amount of time in this space. We have 15 minutes if we want to, like, ask any of these questions. Right. I, I want to ask real questions. We're talking to a real thing here. Okay. Um, Let's ask how many ghosts are here right now. Okay. Or how many spirits or whatever it may be. Joey? How many spirits are here right now in this room with us? Five? Five. Goodbye. Five. Goodbye. See you later. No. Well, no, no. Goodbye means it's answered. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. So there's, there's five up here right now. Hey, guys. All right. And we ladies. Need, we need... All right, ladies. I know that you didn't have podcasts when you were alive, but they're a thing now. 
and we need some nugget of raw truthness to channel into our listeners' ears and really just cement this place. Yes. I've got this, this may seem a little silly for us to ask you this, but this is a long-standing question on our show. Is a hot dog a sandwich? This is a simple question. I know this, like again, yeah, it seems like, a little silly, but yeah, yes or no. Honestly, we can't we can't settle on this discussion. It's just been a question we've asked a lot of people on our show. If cause a lot of if, controversy. If the afterlife settles this, I probably consider that the permanent yeah. the permanent solution. Agreed. All right, hot dog a sandwich. Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> Cole, that better not be you. It's not me. I promise. It was not me. It was a not me. Dude, I very much agree. Thank you very much for answering that question. Awesome. Hot dog is not a sandwich. Settled literally forever. Okay. I want to... So, friend, whomever you are, if you had to send a message to the living in one word, what would be the one word that you would send us with? Hmm. Give us one word to take with us. W. W. A. W A. K. K. W A K. Wake. We have to wait. Wake. Wake. Hmm. Thank you. Time we have. We have like two minutes. We should go. We can record the rest somewhere else. She's gonna leave the fan on or off. I don't know. Probably on. Turn everything off. All the lights. I couldn't figure out how to turn the fans off before. Let's turn the lights off. Alright, which room did you want to check out? Uh, Joe said the bathroom was pretty crazy. Shout out the bathtub. Is this the bathtub that the person died in? Killed himself in, yeah. Not getting anything in the bathtub here. I don't like being in here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to go in that room. It's yeah, I already opened it. Okay. I did not like that. Yep, that room is cool. Shit, dog, what? It's just a dark room, but I don't want it to become anything else. It's a prep room. Hey, hey, hey. This painting. That painting's going off. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, so we definitely just did the Ouija board segment. I don't know when this is going to get put in, but then Wallace uh, went up to this painting and the EMF detector started freaking the fuck out. Yeah, that's true. Um, It kind of scared me a little bit, I'm not going to lie. It scared me as well. So Toby was the one who hangs out in the prep room, and that's the door we just opened. But I said thank you for his time and letting us up there, because they were courteous hosts. Well, guys, I think I speak for all of us when I say that we're in kind of a weird mood right now. Yeah. Like, the entire car ride back... We all carpool, we're eco-friendly. The entire car ride back, we're all just in this state of, like, has that settled in yet? Did that really just happen? That that really just happened. That's a pretty significant event, at least in my life. It was pretty significant. We We played it all back, and I love listening to myself go from being totally not convinced to at least... At least not exclusively joking. Like, that's a pretty big step for me. I didn't just make fun of it by the end. I was actually kind of, like, I was actually buying in. Yeah, I think the, the the part for me where it kind of settled in that this possibly was real was when we asked how many spirits we were talking to. Yeah. And it said five. And then kind of doing the math with how many people that Rebecca said could be up there, that totally fit with how many could potentially be up there. And it also kind of would fit with some of the mixed messages we were getting, like maybe we weren't speaking to just one at a time. Maybe there was more hands on the the planchette. That could be. 
What do you guys take from Wake? It yeah. Told, it, that's, listeners, the message to the living from the dead is Wake in one word. What do you think? <clears throat> so, like, when I think of the word Wake, it's like, wake up. That's, like, the first thing that comes to mind, right? I'm sure that's where you guys, your mind went first, too. Wake up. Like, maybe life isn't what we think. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is the most reasonable interpretation. Consider the context. A ghost told us this. Right. So that, by definition, is what most people would consider earth-shattering. If the dead are telling you to wake, and they're considered the permanently sleeping in our world, in, our, in all of these cultures, then... Yeah, it literally means that spirits live on beyond the body. It means that our conception of, of life is totally and completely backwards. At least our westernized or uh, non-spiritual kind of current amalgamation of things is not woke, if you will. Mm. <laughs> that would have been a different podcast if it said woke. <laughs> Wake. I also think that we can't rule out that the ghost might have been fucking with us. Right? Like, they're... Yeah. Like, they, they could be. I mean, how funny would it be to, like, give us a super cryptic word that they they know we're going to sit around and, like... That's true. ...think about for forever. They could have a sense of humor. They could just be like, yeah, this will get them. I think if I'm going to interpret it in the context of the whole experience uh, for myself... I'm a person who's very certain about a lot of things. And I definitely try hard not to be certain about things. And I'm very open-minded in many ways, but I'm not in a lot of other ways. And this is one of the ways that I'm not very open-minded. And I ended up having a very... I'm not even sure the adjective to use. I, it was... It was a very tranquil experience, even though I made fun of it for a lot of it. Like, once I kind of bought in, and I was serious when I was saying, like, I'm not moving the thing. Like, feeling it move and just kind of being open to the idea of, like, maybe there's more and maybe there's things that I don't understand. Um, and to me, wake, being awake, wake up, that kind of message of... You know, right when you wake up, there's all of this potential and like the potential of things to be interesting and impactful and spiritual and powerful and anything like on and on and on and on. Um, if you make your mind up about it beforehand and just never do it, uh, that's the opposite of being awake. So after having that really interesting and engaging experience that's making me think about my certainties about it. Yeah, I don't know. That's how I interpret that. If you were a ghost who died and now lives again in a brothel and you go, why did I care about all of that stuff that I cared about when I had a body? I can see that being the message you pass along. Yeah. Our material lives are inherently imperiled. <laughs> Literally. So that went really well for a Ouija board experience in my opinion. Yeah, I thought Joey's gonna bounce. And there were many, or are, many portrayals of that in culture where it doesn't go as well. And so... Whoa. If you... You guys, this beanbag is starting to shake a little bit. Oh shit, it's getting bumpy. It's getting so bumpy on the beanbag. If you were to write a different plot for how our experience went. If you were to write us into a horror movie plot, how would it start? Where would it go? And how would it end? Okay, we're going off menu. You've heard, uh, you've heard like the prologue to this horror movie that we are about to craft for your ears. Um, the three of us, we head on out to record our podcasts at a haunted restaurant and we're heading home act one of the horror movie featuring the three of us uh so obviously the three of us are like in our car riding back playing the shit back it gets to the part where uh oh yeah we ask like oh do you want us to leave 
right? Nothing, nothing happens, right? Nothing happens. Yeah. But then we're listening to it back on the playlist, and we just hear like, oh, yes. And they're like, what the fuck? Did you just say yes? Did you leave? Oh my god, whoa, whoa. And then we run it back and it's fine. It's fine, right? It's fine. Oh, we didn't say anything. <sighs> and then we get all the way back without event, right? And we're all kind of freaked out. It's like, that was pretty weird. That was pretty weird. Fast forward to us in one giant sleeping bag, all sleeping on this <laughs> bean bag that we're currently on. <laughs> um, okay. Somebody wakes up. Has to go to the bathroom and crawls out of the top of the giant sleeping bag. It's me because I'm in the middle. <laughs> crawls out of the top of the sleeping bag. And we like, my CBC is shot of me walking to the bathroom and the nightlight like flickers off. Oh man, which one is it though? Who's Which one is the ghost that would come after us? Probably Madam what, whatever that I insulted and I just get immediately murdered. But I don't want to die off in Act 1. I want, to, I want to at least make it to Act 2. So, uh,. Yeah, dude, it's the, uh, I can't say top bitch, apparently, so who's the, what is it, what are they called? Uh, the madam. The madam, sure, I don't know what that means, but the madam. Um, I go in the bathroom, I get a glass of water, I drink it, and, like, we get this nice shot where you can, uh, see them in, I don't know, in the shower or something, like, behind the curtain. But I don't see them, and I go back to bed. And then everybody else separately... I used to go get something from around the house, right? And they're all going. So, like, Wallace goes out to the to the living room because he's hungry because he ate really bad Chinese food. <laughs> and uh, he gets a snack out of the fridge and, like, you know, he opens it and then shuts it. And, like, there behind the door is, like, the staff. This is, like, the cop's ghost body with, like, a knife sticking out of his neck. But Wallace turns the other way and doesn't see him. And then Joey, uh, Joey goes in... And says goodnight to his girlfriend or something. And yeah, you get the obligatory, egregious fan service horror movie sex scene with Joey and Whitney. <laughs> and then after the scene is over, Joey like <laughs> rolls over. And there at the end of the bed, they both see, I don't know, the madam with like four, like, four uh, like flanked on either side by two ghost prostitutes and that's the end of act one is uh joey and whitney like oh my god and then uh cut to black where wallace and i are spooning on the beanbag <laughs> but still sleep sleeping through all of it what do we got for act two so in act two wallace and cold cut are spooning on the beanbag or so they think they're both in their sleepy hazes reaching out arm over dicks out pushed <laughs> against the uh, the, 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 I let you talk. Against the the rumpuses of each other. Or so they think. And it's actually multiple ghost prostitutes that they're spooning as well. And so this three-person sleeping bag is now a four-person sleeping bag. They uh -oh. each have their own ghost prostitute. They're smooching. Meanwhile, I'm back... Are we asleep? Yeah, you're asleep. You both think you're cuddling each other. Oh, mm. but you're not. Nice. But we're getting smooched by coasts. This is working out for me. <laughs> well, it's working out for me, too, because back in my room, Whitney and I wake up, make some eye contact, eye these ghost prostitutes up and down. They eye us up and down. <laughs> and then, in another gratuitous horror movie oh sex God. scene... We have an orgy. I guess I just all... served you up with that. I guess I just softballed that right to you. I'm anticipating death here in this circumstance, so I'm going to take this while I can get it. After that, I go to the bathroom to uh, to wash off. I got I can't tell what's ectoplasm and what's not, if you know what I mean. And uh, and then I come back, and they're all gone except for Whitney. And I go and I lie down and I go, well. That was really awesome. I I gotta say, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience, right? And Whitney leans back to me with her sweet eyes and goes, Yeah, I'll tell you that, sweet jinx, and it's the madam. <laughs> She's possessed Whitney, and she sounds like a New Jersey man. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, I start shrieking in horror. The sound of my shrieking 
wakes up Cold Cut and Wallace in the next room, who in turn shriek in horror as they see these ugly ghost prostitutes sleeping next to them. Like they're succubuses, you know? And so in your dreams they seem beautiful, but in reality they're hideously ugly. Ah. At this trifecta of awful screeching, we head to Act 3. Act 3. Screeching happening. The ghost prostitute women all reach into their high-laced garter things and pull out little daggers in unison. <laughs> bam, 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 stab them into our hearts. <laughs> and we all die, or so we think. <laughs> Cut to us back in the restaurant. We never left. We wake up in a cold sweat from a nightmare because we never left the restaurant. The door's locked, and we had to sleep in the upstairs of the haunted restaurant of the the Oxford Saloon. Uh We come to on the couches, our respective, we're each on our own respective couch in the upstairs area where we talked with the ghosts and the Ouija board. We're like, what the fuck? Did you guys just have that dream where Joey fucked a bunch of (laughs) ghosts? Where where Joey wrote the second act? (laughs) Did you guys... (laughs) Yeah, I I also dreamt that Joey fucked a bunch of ghosts. (laughs) That was super weird. I'm like, Colgan's like, alright, that was weird. I've got to go pee, though. So he goes to the bathroom where the girl was found dead in the bathtub. And he realizes that in his dream, it was so scary that he shit his pants. <laughs> so he's like, I need to take a bath, right? So he runs himself a bath. Oh, my God. And he gets in the bathtub. It's nice and warm. He sinks in. And he's really relaxed. And he closes his eyes. And then we see materialize on the side of the tub. Moaning Myrtle. The girl that killed herself in the tub. Her wrists are slashed. Her head is tilted to the side. She looks down on him with evil in her eyes and pushes him into the water. Oh, man. He thrashes and eventually drowns and dies. Cut back to Joey and I in the the salon, the main room. Um, We haven't seen Cole Cut in a little while, so we go back out. To the, to the entrance to the hallway where the all the rooms connect. The bathroom door is locked. We can't open it. I stay at the door, like, jiggling it, yelling, cold cut, knocking on the door. I hear running water in there, so I assume, like, something's happening. Cold cut. Joey runs down the stairs, but on his way to the, to the, to the stairs, a random little nail pops up out of the ground. He catches his toe, and he breaks his neck on the way down the stairs. He's now dead. I look down, I'm like, oh my god, I'm freaking out. I have nowhere to run. I have nowhere, nothing to go. I'm locked in this restaurant now, right? I'm like, I've got to go to the basement. That's where the friendly ghosts were, right? So I run all the way downstairs, past Joey's dead body, through the main upstairs part of the restaurant, back down to the other stairs, to the actual basement part where the cop got stabbed in the neck. There, waiting at the bottom of the stairs, is the black trench coat man. And he grabs your butt and he's like, that's my thing, you can live. <laughs> he looks at me and says, this is yours now. Passes me the trench coat. <laughs> I put it on. Fade to black. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then post credit scene of Joey and I just saying like, Wieners, like 69 on everybody who brings me towards just join my ghost, just like, butts. You're like, what does it mean? Butts. B, you, oh, it's moving. You? You. Okay, we're up to 13 U's. Oh, T, T, S. Again? Uh. Oh, man. You guys like my M. Night Shyamalan, it was all a dream in the first place twist. (laughs) That was pretty good. It's kind of weak to not die there, bud. I did die. He did die. I became the new... He got, like, serious blacks. Yeah, I became the new... But um, did that kill you? Well, he he passed on, but he, he, like, went to the other side, like, fully across. 
But it was not intimated that you died. You fade to black mm. as you put on a well, trench coat. As I, I think, like he it's, puts on the trench coat and becomes the trench I'm coat the new, spirit. I'm the new trench coat ghost. I guess I'm just questioning the logistics of that. Like, if you put on a ghost jacket, are you now dead? Mm. I think it's really more like it's left ambiguous. Right. That's see, mm. it's up to the it's up to the, the viewer to think what happens. Mm. That's what I was going for. I I mean, in my mind, I'm dead because I'm the new ghost now. Mm. I'm the new basement bartender. You're the one who can operate in between those two pool tables. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was crazy. My biggest thing about Ouija boards is, like, if they're for real, there would be ghosts me out there just saying a bunch of nonsense all the time. Like, if you're a ghost, you've been dead for, like, a hundred years, wouldn't you just be, like, wouldn't you just be, like, hey, dipshit, (laughs) ghosts are real, (laughs) fuck you, that's what I would do if I was a ghost. Maybe um, that's why I wouldn't be a ghost. I don't have unfinished business. Perhaps some do that, and if there are more than a few personality types of ghosts that we encountered some who, like Rebecca said, were friendly and positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about anything else. Well, I didn't ask the ghosts if aliens were real, but that was going to be a joke question. Uh coming based on the premise that ghosts weren't real and ghosts clearly clearly are real at least in my mind and i always was calling Hold on, it, let's leave it open and let's just be quiet and like this will be like if ghosts if, if there's any ghosts in this room absolutely not just my say, if, just say if aliens are real just say whether aliens are real or not aliens totally are not real Okay, so if, if anyone says, if any ghost says anything during that pause, we'll know it'll be settled for sure. Uh, thank you to the Oxford Saloon for having us on, for having us come in. And thanks to Rebecca for giving us a tour. Um, thank you to all the ghosts who I insulted. Uh, you, were, you were very cool and chill. And if you want to hang out again and make a horror movie where Wallace becomes a ghost bartender, I would be down to do that. Signing off, I'm Sarah Joisica Parker. <laughs> I'm Cold Cut. I've been Wallace. And it's been our privilege and our pleasure to haunt you. Oh, you fish media. Ah!